Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Thanks for supporting my Jen Lowry Writes podcast. My purpose is to inspire and encourage others to chase after their writing goals with faith and courage. By hitting the support this podcast button and with your monthly contribution of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99, you are helping me chase after mine. Welcome to Jen Lowry Writes. As you guys can see, I have two fabulous women that have a heart for Jesus and publishing and books that matter right here with us tonight on the show. I would love to welcome the ladies from Monster Ivy Publishing. Hey, ladies. Hi. Hi, Jen. Thanks for having us. Yes. So we've got Mary, who's down below, Mary Gray. She's the co-author, co-owner, author, editor, marketing specialist. She has a strong affection for dark and twisty plots that balance faith-based messages. Some of her best ideas come from when she's lurking in the woods, experimenting with frightening foods, or pushing her kids on the tire swing. She's a membership chair of Indie Author Hub, a contributor to the Faithful Creative Magazine, and is the author of several novels and three nonfiction works. So welcome, Mary. Thank you. And next, we've got Cami right here beside me, Cami Larson. She's also the co-owner. Owner, I can't say that word, guys. <laughs> co-owner, author, editor, and designer. Cami loves all things creative, especially something that tells a fantastic story. She's doing what she can to bring more beauty and insight to the world while building her own life story. For now, that includes helping run Monster Ivy, doing this and that for her local church, and hanging out near and far with her hubs, kids, and two giant dogs. Cami's an editor, graphic designer, and contributor to the Faithful Creative Magazine. Hey, Cami. All right, ladies. First, I just want to say I am truly inspired by the work that you have guys have done. And on your website, it's like three years. <laughs> yeah. And it's like when. So first, I want to say the quality of clean fiction. We need that in our lives. Quality fiction, books that matter, books that can just take us away. And I loved your taglines like. Christian books, but with an edge. <laughs> like it's just, it appealed to me right away when I found your website because I was um, pretty much in love with Kelly Martin's work. She's an author for middle grades and YA, and that's what I love to read. Mm -hmm. And I found Kelly Martin's work. I put her on the Soul Food Book Club as our author of the month for October. And I read her books and talked her books all month and met with friends about her. They were reading her books. 
And it was like, okay, where's, where's she being published from? Where are these books coming from? They're awesome. And that's when I went and I saw Monster Ivy Publishing for the first time. And then I went to the website and I was like, wow, look at you ladies. So, so Mary, it started with Twilight. <laughs> yeah, gosh, years and years ago, I remember Cammie being like, Mary, you need to read these books. Thank you, Cammie. Thank you, because everybody needs to read those books for one. And two, that was a being a great friend right there, just passing along. <laughs> Yeah, she is. Yeah. And I had, you know, my second child, she was a baby and <clears throat> I was pretty busy, but I was like, okay, I read those. And then I was like, oh shoot, I can write, you know, Stephanie Meyer made it look so easy. And so I was like, sure, no problem. I can write my first book. So I tried to write a book and that didn't work very well. And so I learned a lot and then everything I would learn, I would talk to Cammie about and she's always been naturally creative and artistic and just talented in every way. <laughs> oh, are you? I was saying that I love Cammie's designs. Like, right? Her book covers, Cammie, like fabulous. <laughs> and so yeah. that's a part that you also contribute. I know you're an author and editor. And when you say designer, you're designing some fabulous covers, like standout covers. Thank you. It's it's been a really, really fun thing to that I've discovered my love for. I didn't do it before, and I just I no love way, it. yeah, really? yeah. So you brought these hidden talents into Monster Ivy, and this Mary was like, "Hey, let's make some covers, Cami. You can do it." Is that <laughs> really what worked, or Kim? You were like, "How did that happen?" Well, I don't know if you know we're sisters. Did um, not know it. Yeah. <laughs> so Mary's just always like been this wonderful example to me. And then, you know, it says on her website, but like how she was writing and just wasn't getting the attention her writing deserved, finding that um, that place for the edgy but clean fiction. And um, I have a business background with my husband. And so we were like, oh, let's do this. And, you know, starting a press is just kind of a crazy thing. <laughs> it's not like I have the greatest business plan in the world. <laughs> we felt called to do it. And I think that has been a, a really beautiful thing is we've been able to discover different talents and just learn things that we love. And, you know, you'll, I guess you probably already know the life of an entrepreneur. Like you just, you get to learn everything. Every single day, learning yeah. something new every day. <laughs> but I think it's a God thing mm -hmm. because when, when I go and I, and I'm looking out and I'm doing my research in 2020. So I got my business license in 2018 and did some self-publishing work of my own. I have a traditional publishing contract too, but I knew that one day the Lord would just keep elevating and keep pushing me towards the press. I knew it a few years ago, but it was like, not the timing, just timing wasn't there. It just, I didn't feel that move from God. Mm -hmm. So I felt like, when it was my time to start doing my research, start looking in, and then I find you ladies, and I look at you guys as models. I look at you as this is you guys three years into starting, 
from just, you know, your work, right? Mm-hmm. And then building this successful platform for authors to be able to go and share their words with people. I just think it's amazing. Like, what were you expecting when you first started out? Like, how is, <laughs> like, how is that first oh start, startup email started coming in? Like, what did you guys like think about all that? Oh, you take that, Mary. Oh, my gosh. Oh, so many emotions. So like. <laughs> Even when we would have conversations about starting, I was just like, no, this is too crazy. I did not want that responsibility at all. Like I've always, always, always just wanted to be a successful writer, you know, but I like distinctly I was sitting in church and I was like, you need to do this, like start a small press. And I called Cammie and she was like, well, that's what I've been saying. And I remembered like, I thought she was crazy. She and her husband were crazy. Cause I always just wanted to be published by a large publisher, you know, and just be a writer. That's all I cared about, but it wouldn't go away. And we felt so prompted to do it. And we got together, we were at a writing conference and we were like outlining how we could start. And I mean, Cammie was just so brave and just fearless about the whole thing. She was like, no, we just need to do this. And so we sat down and we went to, was it Cheesecake Factory in Kansas City, Cammie? Yeah. Yeah. And um, so we we talked about like goals and, you know, like expectations for how much we thought we could make per book and things like that. And like the whole conversation was horrible. Like, <laughs> today, I was meeting with the CPA and he was like, what's your cash flow? Blah, blah. And I was like, you meet with me next month let's talk about that cash flow and here's the exactly like like wanted to die like the whole conversation we were like there is no logical sense to this like we would spend all of our time all of our money working on a business plan that promises to make zero profit you know and after that conversation, we went back to the hotel and I, it was like the middle of the day and I like crawled into bed and I went to sleep because I was just like, I'm done. I'm done with life. You know, like I just, I couldn't do it, you know? And you did it because it's a God thing. Yes, exactly. It just wouldn't go away. We felt so called, so inspired to do it. We, we were listening to like conference talks from church and it was talking about, you know, um, doing what you feel led to do and, being a strong woman. Um, it talked about in these latter days that women are going to do be such a force for good. And we just like felt that in our core, you know? And so we were just like, okay. And then Cammie's like, okay, let's open to submissions. And I was like, no. <laughs> no, Cammie. Cammie, you are like the best cheerleader. Ever. Yeah. It's what I love. I love just like in my bio, like, I just love creativity. And I love, like, the best part of all of this is seeing people like you, finding people out there that just love God, and love stories, and we get to, like, geek out about it. It's so inspiring. It's so uplifting. We love it. And it, it was, it was like the opposite of yours, where you, like, knew it was coming, but the timing wasn't right. More like, I mean, I guess there's lots of other things we could be doing with our time and our money, but he keeps telling us do it. So yeah, and it's been amazing. Yeah. And so like for me, my whole journey has been 
researching, been in this complete research mode, learning, trying to connect, trying to build my own author platform. So that way I can learn all the behind the scenes. I coach other authors. So I'm already working with authors that are out there doing their thing. And I'm super proud of what they're doing for the Lord. And it's like, I feel like just now I felt the Lord speak. It's time. 2021, go. 2022, publish. Get it out there. Open submissions for 2021. Start building. And how long when you said, Cammie, let's open for submissions. I love that. A positive. How long was it? And did you like do the publisher's marketplace thing? That's the route I went. I went ahead and advertised on publisher's marketplace. Been doing the word of mouth thing. But like, how long was it before you got that first, that flood of emails? Um, we just did word of mouth. Um, Mary, we looked at Publisher Marketplace, didn't we? Okay. Um, yeah, for like announcing book deals and things, but we just, I think we just didn't do it. No, no real big reason. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, it's, it's hard to get word of mouth. So we, we didn't get a flood of emails and then we thank the Lord. <laughs> he brought Miss Sarah Joe Clef slash Joe Cassidy to us. And it was, a we were like made in heaven for each other. And yeah. What's that Mary? Like a month? Yeah, it went pretty fast. And what was crazy was like, that was another, I'm, a, I guess I'm an anxious person. I was fearful that I wouldn't really know how to edit, you know, a manuscript that came in despite, you know, we've had lots of writing and editing experience, but I was like, I don't know. I'm just, I've always. Mary tends to sell, sell herself <laughs> short. <laughs> but well, when I was there to encourage you and tell you your birth, that's it. I see. <laughs> we, we help each other. But yeah. when, when, when that manuscript came, we were just like, we know what to do. We know how to edit this. You know, like it just really spoke to us and connected with it right away. And Sarah was so great to work with. Like I emailed her, um, asked if she would be open to some revisions and she was, and she did a great job on that. And she's just another, all of our authors have just been so great to work with. She is just so wonderful. We have several books by her. And so when you're obedient, then the Lord answers and then the Lord lines it all up and yeah. it makes all of the fears that you may have just go away because yeah. then it's easy when it's done the Lord's way. That's been one of the wonderful things Cami and I have talked about is like there's been this impossible thing we felt like we were called to do, but he has given us exactly the right number of resources and people and worked to to work with, you know what I mean? Like we haven't been given too much work to handle, like too many stories. We've been given exactly the number that we could handle. And then in terms of working with editors and things, we've given exactly the number of people we've needed to help us create a high quality products. And found the tools, like the tools became available. We'd be yeah. like, how are we gonna do this specific thing and either we could learn how to do it or all of a sudden there's a website and we're like oh this wasn't here last month yeah and it worked and it's god opening doors and windows and every place possible because the work that you're doing is from an honest place yeah you yeah then something too like obviously i mean the book world is competitive very saturated and very difficult to make your mark in 
but it's been a constant reminder to us that even if you know we're not like um you know selling tons and tons of books that we are we've been reminded over and over again that it's an eternal perspective type of a thing and we're touching minds and hearts um and even people we don't know who have read and enjoyed our story sometimes i get hung up on oh we only have x amount of reviews or we've only sold x amount of books but um you know people will pass the book around or things like that you know and it just takes one person one person to grow closer to christ yeah and if that's what I'm doing all of this for, just like one person, if I'm doing all of this mess, this craziness, like you call it, if I'm doing all of this mess behind the scenes and still running a family and my literacy coach job and homeschooling my baby and still writing, if I'm doing all this mess, but it's for one person to draw closer to Jesus, it's just that one, I'm happy. I have done the work that I need to do on this earth to bring people that one person, because then that one person has their own circle of influence mm -hmm. and that changes their lives. And I know books matter, like books matter, mm -hmm. yeah. especially, it's you know, especially in the start world, books matter so much. Yeah. And just having a space like, so I don't look at it as a competition. I look at it as we're all in this doing God's work. Mm -hmm in the ways that God has gifted us to do our work. Yeah, it's a beautiful perspective. I love that. Yeah. But it's a servant perspective. It's like a servant heart. And we're all here, you know, with our ultimate goal in mind is to bring readers closer to Christ or give them that clean experience of joy or that just that escape in a place when a book that they can trust. Yeah. So our, um, our specialty is creating stories that have kind of a more subtle Christian theme, because I feel like that there are a lot of Christian publishers out there that it's, it's very overt in the story. And we love kind of um, a more organic approach where it just feels like an ordinary story. And then as you go along, you pull, you can pull from it different themes. And, you know, we have a variety of stories with different, uh, the themes run the gamut, but um, I don't know. It's just kind of our, our wheelhouse, what we really love that we connect with. And that's been fun to champion those types of books where I don't know that there are a lot of publishers that, that go about it that way. But I think partnering yourself with the books that you love to read too. Okay. Well, Matt, you brought up like the children, like we're both mothers too. And, you know, we want our kids reading and we both like reading YA and we were reading these books and like, you know, this makes me uncomfortable. I really don't want my son reading that and if, knowing that it's only going to get worse. Yep. So kind of with your, if it just touches one person, we're like, you know what? At least we're creating quality books that our children can read. I mean, oh. if that's like the most, most basic. So we had a conference and we had HarperCollins Christian Publishing to, to be um, on our conference panel. And they were amazing. And one of the guys, he got up there and he was like, you need to not think about target audience. You need to just think about just readers. Who are your people? Just people, not target audience. This is a person on the other side of that book. Who, who is the person? And, and right away, I was like, my grandchildren. I have a 13-year-old and an 18-year-old. I'm already thinking about my grandbabies. So I'm like, you know, and my children are Native American. And I'm like, I'm going to write diverse books. I'm going to write books that matter, 
but also is going to have people of color in these books, people with rich stories that they can relate to in small towns because I'm a small town girl. And so, you know, the books that I write too reflect that kind of, you know, my children and now the publishing company the same way. I'm leaving a legacy. Like yeah. my boys are getting to watch me, Mama, do the thing that God has called her to do, even though it's scary. And even though I might not have every single box checked off, I know the Lord knows my steps and he's directing that path. And my word is obedience. I just have to be obedient. So that's like my 2021 word is like, just, just follow it. And as soon as I did, I prayed, I was like, okay, so I have tax questions. Like, like Mary, you were talking about the thing that scared you. Like, oh my gosh, I just want to be a writer. Yeah. I was like, taxes scare me. Oh my gosh, what am how am I gonna pay authors with these royalties? And what am I gonna do? Like I started having this panic moment, like, okay, I'm gonna be open for submissions in 2021, but that also means if the Lord brings me someone, I'm gonna have to set it all up. <laughs> like, wow. And as soon as I started praying and reaching out, the Lord brought me a CPA, a free mentoring opportunity with a CPA. And it was like, God just brought that relationship right in. And I was like, thank you. So Kami, I feel that same way. Like everything kind of lined up, like it was lining up. And I was like, you know, it's a God thing. It lines up. And it's scary every step of the way, but we just keep going. And you just keep going and just keep producing wonderful, beautiful books. Like, just the book boxes too. Like you guys are advancing. Look how fancy the book boxes are. Like um, when you guys started, did you like have like this five years? This is what we want each year. Or are you just kind of rolling with it and moving forward and listening to the call? Well, book boxes are Mary's baby. You should talk about that. <laughs> We, you know, I think that was the challenge is we were like, how do we stand out? <clears throat> because again, market's super saturated, billion books out there. Why, why should anybody care about our books? You know, and my friend had gotten a fairy loot box and they, there it's a, it's a book box subscription service. And I was like, what is this? And so I watched her unboxing and um, it was a beautiful custom box. And on the inside was a book with sprayed edges and it had different items that were tied to the book. And I was like, you know what, we could do that. That's a way to stand out and we can photograph and then, you know, offer them as a giveaway instead of sell, selling them. It's a giveaway opportunity. And, and then maybe we can find people who will be excited about our books, you know? And so it was just like this diligence thing where we would just buy all this stuff, photograph it, try to make it look as pretty as possible. And <laughs> we were, um, you know, hosting these giveaways on Facebook and Instagram. And it's funny when I think about when we first started, we had such a small following, you know, and, and yet, again, the Lord sent us people to be excited about it and to, to want to win it. And then so then people would get these boxes and film unboxing videos. And, and so our community has grown a little bit. And so we have the giveaway boxes. And then this coming year, <clears throat> we're starting a new program where we're sending out advanced review copy boxes. They're smaller ones with advanced copies of our books with small items, swag items that are tied to the book. And it was fun because um, I was able to create, well, for each book, I'm creating a, a 
they can apply to receive the book box. And that's been one of the just, I think my favorite thing about running the company is building this community of people who are excited. And so they apply and then I can choose 20 people for each book that's coming out to see if, you know, I think we're a good match to work together on that book. And then I can, I send it to them and then they film an unboxing um, and, help with the cover reveal and then review the book and, and they promise to review the book in, in at least three different places. And, um, but it's just been so, so neat to work with people who are so excited about our brand, edgy, clean fiction, you know, they are just like, that's one of the things I ask on the application form is why do you, think we should work with you? Why, why should we do this? And then they are able to say, you know, I love, you know, what you guys stand for and, and the types of books. And these are the ones I've read and these, um, I've left these reviews and things like that. And to build that community, it's just very humbling that to have a, at least a small audience who is excited about what we're doing. And so that is encouraging. Um, and so that's something we just want to keep growing that, you know, but there's a trust there. Yeah. Because it's it's not only a quality book. It's it's a book that a family knows that it's fine for their children to read. Yeah. If, if their YA is saying, oh, I want to get one of these books from this website or one of these authors. It's a trusting relationship that you're building with readers. Yeah. And it's been something we've really been able to lean into social media quite a bit in a, a way to kind of educate readers about what we publish and you know each book is different and and we started off with YA but we do have middle grade and now we have some adult books and to kind of explain like these are the themes these are the takeaways this is the audience and so like obviously not every reader likes every type of book but then they're able to you know chime in and be excited for that month's featured book or release and and apply or buy or whatever they can do to participate that that's really fun. Okay, so I heard you say you started with YA. Yeah. And so were you just planning doing, so mine is YA and MG. I'm, I'm a huge MG and I'm a K-12. I'm a literacy coach at a high school. So I'm like inundated with YA every day of my life and love it. Mm -hmm. And I'm also just in love with middle grade books. Just knowing that a child is getting like a shaping of an identity in middle grades and it's such a tough time for kids during middle grades. Those the books matter so much during that phase, fifth grade and up. I know the power of literacy for for that age group. But so when you were looking, you were like YA or did you always know you were going to build your imprints or did or were you pretty much just saying YA? Cammie, take it. <laughs> I think we just both really liked it. It's where most of our experience was. But then like my sons are getting older. He's he's 11 now. And so I'm like, OK, I like middle grade now. And then we got older and we're like, you know what? I kind of like adult now. And honestly, it is just like we care. This is going to sound really cheesy, but it's real. Nope. <laughs> we care so much about our readers and like when I meet someone, I genuinely want to have a book that I can recommend to them that like that we've done that, that, that they will enjoy that's in their line of interest. And so 
And then like, we've just had these authors come to us who, you know, they've been, they've felt the call and they feel strongly about their specific story and just how, you know, not every, well, most of the time it doesn't line up, but when it does, it's just so beautiful. And that reminds me of like the other number one thing that we felt strongly about with starting this was that, you know, there are these other Christian publishers out there and they're doing a fantastic job. And we were raised around like a lot of um, just not religious people and um, pretty rough background. And so like, when I was reading, I wasn't seeing myself reflected in these Christian books. And so that was really important to us to show like, hey, you can have a rough background, you can have a different minority background and have that reflected in a good, clean story. And that these, and that kids are going through really hard things. And so you don't have to watch or read a really, really nasty story in order to get those those feelings examined and that's what we really really wanted and like in in 2018 when I finally had the courage to to shop my story so sweet potato jones y'all can laugh but sweet potato jones is my public with the traditional why it's YA it's about a a homeless teenager and it is a sweet clean read and when I, I first said, I'm going to you know, send this out. And I had an entrepreneur. She came and she she shared her story. She was a publisher and I'm sitting there and I'm in the in, in the audience going, wow. She's like, do people write in a journal? And I'm like, me, do people blog? And I'm like, me. <laughs> and then she's, you know, she's saying all this stuff and I'm, I'm watching her and I just felt so inspired. Like I'm inspired by people out there doing their thing. And I'm like, you know what? I feel confident I could send my story to her and she wouldn't think it's ridiculous. Hmm. Like she wouldn't think what I've got on paper is absolutely the most craziest thing ever. She may like it. Sure enough, she liked it. And that's what started my traditional publishing route. But as soon as Sweet Potato hit and I saw that that you know, it was going to be a diverse read. It was going to be a clean read. It was not going to be marketed as Christian fiction because they're not a Christian fiction, you know, traditional publishing company. But it was just contemporary fiction. It was going to be a book that mattered. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, look at this. You know, this can exist in the world. This can happen, you know. And I think that that pushed me into this space. So I'm very grateful, you know, for women out there doing their thing. And and having that kind of mindset of we need more of this in a space. Mm-hmm. And I love that, you know, it's not cringe. I love you guys think it's not cringe. It's, you know, it's not corny. It's a little edgy, but it's clean. And you're going to get a good story here. And that's where I can trust no matter what I get from Monster Ivy Publishing. You guys have vetted it, of course. You guys have quality control. You guys have taken, you know, the spirit with you on this ride. And just, I'm just so thankful for women like you that are out there just doing your thing. Thank you. We're thankful for you too, doing this podcast. I think that takes a lot of bravery and that now starting your own small press. That's awesome. (laughs) 
trust me, the podcast was never in the works and it was on my, on my little tech off sheet. It was like, do you have a podcast or YouTube? Give us the link. And I was like, Oh, okay. But the podcast has opened me up so much to meeting wonderful people like you guys. Um, but I've had an opportunity, you know, to meet Kate DiCamillo and some Karen Blumenthal and some just amazing writers that are now in my circle, Victoria Bond. Like I love sharing stories, hearing people's stories and just letting people know that what they're doing in their spaces truly does matter. Mm -hmm. Like even on days that it might not feel like it, it truly does matter to people that are out there looking for their next read. You know, they're looking for their next read and you guys are producing some beautiful work. Just beautiful. Cami, those covers. And, the, <laughs> and just the, the, the whole interior design. Do you do that too? Well, Mary does the formatting and then yeah, I'll do any of the images. <laughs> yes, Mary, interior formatting, just all of that. And you you guys are like so it's just such a polished, beautiful place to put a word. Like mm -hmm. you guys think of everything. Oh, like, I don't know. And, and you learned it all on your own, just putting it all and, and working it together and good old YouTube. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Trust, I have my little subscribers on the side of all of the writers that I follow and all of the people that have gone before me going, oh, is it Ingram Spark or this or that or this company or that company? And I've just watched tons and tons and I'm learning as I go. Like, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's what you have to do. One of the things Cami is so good at is, you know, obviously we don't publish just one genre. It's not just like, I don't know, fantasy or just contemporary. Like she is able to create a cover that represent that works well in a genre and yet kind of making it her own and making it stand out in the market. You know, that is an amazing skill that um, we would be dead in the water without her. <laughs> well, Mary <laughs> is amazing. She's a workhorse work 24 seven and we would be dead without her. <laughs> so y'all both need each other. And, yeah. and the world is a better place because of you guys, because you're giving people that opportunity to just have a safe place to read. It's a safe place to read. And I'm just I'm just so thankful that you guys have been with me. Um, I am looking forward to those submission letters coming in and my screaming moments. Did you scream when you knew you had found the one like your first like? I'm still thinking of your first, you know, and then more and more. But like you said, God gave you the number that you needed when you needed it. Mm -hmm. Well, and as luck would have it, of course, Sarah was what she was on a cruise after we read hers. So we couldn't get a hold of her. And we're like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I called and left a voicemail and like, and she didn't call back. And I was like, man, that didn't go the way I planned. <laughs> Love it. Love it. I bet you when she got out of that cruise and she got her message, I bet she was the one screaming. <laughs> well, and it's just fun. Like Mary and I are always cracking up because it's like the most fun job where we'll be talking about zombies and Vikings and like just the most random things in the same conversation. <laughs> so that we love that part of it too. 
and, and doing it, bringing the joy, that's where that consistency in the brand will be there. And that's going to be the love of it where you guys will see through on those tough days when things might not always work out the way you got it going. You'll remember the joy. Yes. Yeah. You'll remember the joy. Well, ladies, I love y'all. I'm giving y'all hugs. Through the um, I y'all. I just want to thank you for, for being with us here at Jen Lowry Writes. Guys, you got to go check out Monster Ivy Publishing. Look up their authors. Look at their list. Guys, I'm just going to continue to read everything that's coming out of there. So I'm going to first give props to Kelly Martin for um, doing what she's doing, going after her calling. And I read you know, um, what Rachel did. I read Tw Trinity Row. I couldn't put them down. I was done and sitting. I was like, okay, when's the next one? Let's go. And I was supposed to, for the book club, kind of do it gradually. Forget it. I, like that. <laughs> I had them done in like two days. I was like, okay, I'm finished with these books now. Read them, everybody. <laughs> um, but um, I'm, I'm thankful for her because it's the way that God does things, though. Because God brought her and her books. And then I'm going, who published this? Who did this cover? Oh, my God. Look at this cover, Eli. I'm showing my husband. I'm like, okay, let me go look these people up. And then I found you ladies. I'm so glad you did. I know. And so I'm going to continue to um, check you guys out and follow y'all. Social media, where do you guys like to live the most? Uh, Probably... Instagram, but definitely Facebook too. So we're at Monster Ivy Publishing on on Instagram, and then Monster Ivy Publishing on business page on Facebook. All right. So I've liked them. I'm following them, guys. Y'all need to go and follow them too, and check out there. And you guys have open submissions right now. How long is it going to be open, or is it closed already? Yeah, we closed. Y'all are closed. Y'all are <laughs> open for like a little amount, and then you closed. I remembered. Um, there was, um, there was a nice rejection letter that came. So I will tell you guys, y'all give the best rejection letters ever in the history. Yes. It was so sweet. Cause you know, like most of the I time, your name looked familiar. yeah, but like, so I'm shopping around and the reason why is because it's an adult thriller and I, I wanted to get that in a different house. I wanted to learn. I wanted to go ahead and pick cause the, traditional publishing company that I work with, they do sweet romances. They're not all about serial killers. And so I'm like, okay, Christian with an edge. This one's an edge. It's serial killers. And so when I sent it, I got the best rejection letter back. You guys were so gracious because I knew that you'd actually read the first page. Like usually you get just this form letter and it's just like, no, thanks. Have a great day. Enjoy your life. But you guys were personable in your rejection letter. And it made me smile. I was like, look at this. No, like, it's true. I was like, I am like so thankful because I knew that it was a received email and that it was actually, you read the first at least, but it just didn't resonate with you. And that's great because that story is meant for somewhere else. Or I'll publish it again. Like, I'll do it myself. Like, I'm very optimistic about, like, my publishing goals. I've got seven books ready for 2021. So I'm, like, really, like, positive about I can take the rejection. But I love the rejection when it comes, like, it's a heart place. So you guys were awesome with that. I did have to tell you guys that. <laughs> I knew. 
I, I knew I should have looked you up. I knew that your name sounded familiar. And I do like, we are so honored anytime someone submits and it's just, we're just so small and there's only what, so what much always work everywhere. And yeah. that, that's the beauty of what we do in publishing and what we do with self-publishing for us that have been out. Like I've published 20 books on my own. I have one with a traditional house. Now I'm doing my own press to help other authors too, but I'll continue to do my work. The story will get out there some way, some form or fashion, because I feel like the Lord gave me that story and it'll make it some way. Um, however, he sees fit in his timing. And so that's when, you know, when I work with authors, I tell them, you know, submit, submit to places that you feel like that you can trust. When you have a good feeling about this place, do your research about a place before you just do, you know, a random submission. See if you fit. See if what they represent would matter to you as an author. Would you want that relationship? And I felt that way about you guys, too. I was like, wow, these ladies are awesome. So that's when I try to do those things also as an author coach to show my people that I work with. It's all about taking chances and the Lord will line you up. Mm -hmm. You know, the Lord will line you up with the best places that work for you with the story that you have. And it may not be that story. There may be another time. It can be a different story. That story can have its place somewhere else. And it's that never give up mentality yeah. you know, that you guys have because y'all had that never give up on Mary's work because you saw the talent in Mary. Oh, she's fabulous. Her latest brought the hanging tree. You should read that one next. We got it on my list. Look, Fantastic. Look it's right here. There's my oh. list. You see it? Yeah. <laughs> I have it on my list to read on my desk. Um, so, yeah, I have it there. So I'm just so thankful for you guys going after it. And you guys are an inspiration to me. So, yeah. well, you inspire us and we're going to have to keep in touch. And I'm going to. Yeah. I know I follow you or our, our business page follows you on Instagram, I think. And I'll look you up again and let's definitely stay in touch. And just pray for me. As I'm oh, sure. out into the middle grades YA world in 2021. And I just want to say um, just thank you for that encouragement and continue to pray. And I'll be praying for you ladies. And uh, your authors, and if you ever, uh, if you ever want me to have any of the authors on the show, I would love to read their books and shout them out. And so, always reach out to me, and uh, we can set some things up because 2021, you know, it's not just about me working with authors that I know. It's about me helping to share the stories that people are writing in this world that are doing good out there for the world. So, agreed. And I know that our authors love to, you know, chat with on podcasts, meet with schools. So really we have a, an entrepreneurial spirit in our community. So definitely any of them. <laughs> yes. And I just had a panel for a school for RL Stein's birthday. And I had a great panel of authors who came to my high school. I set that up, but they were also on my podcast too. So they got like high school <laughs> podcast video. They had it all in a day. So I actually set up a literacy event at my high school and, and honored them. They were all middle grades authors, spooky authors, love horror. Horror is my thing. So, uh, so I had them there. So I'd love to set up some things with you guys, with your authors. If uh, So y'all just hit me up. So whatever y'all okay. got new releases or y'all want to hook me up with somebody, just let me know. 
Okay. Thank you, Jen. Thank you, guys. Guys, thank y'all for joining us on Jen Lowry Writes. Check out Monster Ivy Publishing. Amazing. Go get their books today. All right, guys. Now that you found me on the Jen Lowry Writes podcast, I challenge you to head over to where books are sold and find me there. I've published 11 books so far, and I write clean books for all ages. Horror, paranormal, sweet romance, fantasy, historical fiction, you name it, I've got your genre. Search Jen Lowry at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Kobo, and more. And for my Bible devotionals, you'll see my full name, Dr. Jennifer Eichner Lowry on Amazon. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.